Humans are social creatures. We like to cling to what's known. We inherently believe we cannot survive without others, which to many extents is true, but at what cost? Our sense of self? In many cases, yes. We may try to write this off as simple compromise, a necessary trait we indoctrinate into kids at a young age in every system they're inhabiting. But how many times is a person actually stifling themselves or sacrificing themselves and writing it off as compromise? Compromise is defined by an agreement or settlement of a dispute that is reached by each side making concessions. In this definition, it requires honesty and vulnerable open communication. In that is the exact part that is missing from a lot of people's lives. We don't promote nor practice honest communication. We are taught that it's aversive and will put you at risk for alienation, which may threaten your sense of safety and survival both metaphorically and maybe even objectively in some cases. When you aren't able to connect with a community, you are missing out on many vital sources of co-regulation and nourishment. This is a reason why many autistics may grow to truly resent this disorder. In many valid ways, it makes our life very tiring, lonely, and difficult. But what are some things we can find to love about our unique neurodivergent brains? I think more than anyone else, we can appreciate moments of shifting our perspectives. Not necessarily changing or ignoring it, but just viewing the same perspective in different ways. I think a part of our superpowers is exactly this. What the DSM-5 may define as a social deficit, to me, can also be a way to describe someone who is not confined to a social norm. Someone who is capable of studying the world and the people in it in their own unique perspectives. Someone who cannot be confined by standards set by others. The caveat though, because there always has to be one, is that others will respond to us in ways that has most likely been negative and maybe even aggressive. Perhaps we are an unconscious reminder to them of the sacrifices they made of themselves over the years. They may not be thinking these exact thoughts when they're doing it, but by rejecting us, they hope to make us feel the profound rejection they've made to themselves. When we aren't able to mirror back to someone their fragmented reflection of themselves, it scares them because they realize there is nothing left within them to be reflected. In more objective terms, people who are only made up of fragments of others because they are so used to being exactly like everyone else, once face to face with someone who's only able to be themselves, will feel an extreme discomfort when they realize you are not a part of their fragmented sense of self, therefore defining you as separate. And separate to a person who feels unwhole is a threat to their very existence. But this very exchange to the right person can inspire them rather than threaten them. To someone who still has that sense of self within them that desperately wants the space to come out 
can take your inability to assimilate as permission to finally express themselves. How many times have you almost felt a person sigh with relief when they realize that you won't hold them nor yourself accountable to all these social rules and facades? How many times have you felt someone's energy lighten after finally talking so earnestly about something to you because they know you wouldn't judge them? The next time you find yourself questioning your worth or feeling ashamed of your autism, be sure to follow up those very valid feelings with, there's people out there who need people like me. I may not be for everyone. I may not be easily understood, but I have a place and a purpose here. There are and will be others who will see that too. But as long as I recognize that, that's good enough for me.